Hello and welcome to this Tech Blast episode, the series delivering 15-minute overviews of an issue in the lab and the solutions available to help you through it. I'm Beatrice Bowlby, Biotechnique's assistant editor and host of today's podcast. In this episode, supported by Sartorius, we will be discussing surface plasmon resonance and Sartorius's one-step gradient injection. Our guest today is Derek Christopher Campos, product manager at Sartorius. It's great to have you on the show, Derek. Thank you, Beatrice. It's very kind of you to have me. Please, can you introduce surface plasmon resonance and tell us about the limitations of the current multi-cycle kinetics approach? Absolutely. So surface plasmon resonance, often referred to as SPR, is the leading technology for label-free protein characterization. And label-free is the important part of that because due to the technology of surf and plasmon resonance, we can actually characterize and monitor molecular interactions in real time without the use of labels such as fluorescence, which takes a lot of time and oftentimes would damage the integrity of the actual proteins that we're looking for. And so with label-free technology, such as surface plasmon resonance, we're able to characterize, identify, uh, find affinity and kinetics for these molecules without any adulteration. So that is surface plasmon resonance in a nutshell. Now, the technology has been around for about 30 years, probably 30 plus years. It is the industry standard. A lot of people use it for their papers, for their research, because it is tried and true. And we're very proud to have that technology with us at Sartorius now. Now, regarding the multi-cycle kinetics, there are some limitations, but it's more limitations in the sense of it's what we've always been used to and it's what we're always doing. And multi-cycle kinetics is a method whereby you would run three to six concentrations of an analyte repeatedly to try to determine what the binding kinetics are. And with multi-cycle kinetics, for example, let's say you run a six dilution series. So for one analyte, you would have to prepare a dilution series of six, you know, typically a thousand nanomolar going all the way down to zero. And then you would have to run each one of those. And then after you run the whole series of six, you would then get that data together to determine what the affinity rate is or the binding kinetics. So it's a process that has limitations, but our instrument also runs multi-cycle kinetics because it is tried and true. It's very popular for papers, it's popular for publications, and it's what's accepted in the industry. So when it comes to limitations, the only limitation is, is that we've been doing it this way for 30 years. And you have to ask yourself, is there a better way to do multi-cycle kinetics to get the data that you want from a molecular interaction? Excellent. So then how does Sartorius one-step gradient injections overcome these limitations? I am so glad you asked, Beatrice, because there, there are ways to overcome this limitation. As I mentioned before, multi-cycle kinetics, and we're not going to knock on multi-cycle kinetics because we also run them, and it is a very good technology. However, we have developed a patented one-step gradient injection that, as the name implies, instead of taking multiple steps, all you need is one step. And I liken this unto air travel. For example, I live in Houston and I have access to the Bush Intercontinental Airport. So when I go to the airport, I'm kind of a travel snob because wherever I go, having access to this international airport, I am so used to having direct flights. Now, I'm not sure if you travel, but you told me you were from London. So when you are in London and you have to have several connecting flights, what are some of the emotions that you feel? Oh, gosh. Well, I think I'm a snob, too, when it comes down to it. (laughs) So it's so frustrating. It's time consuming. And also, I find it really stressful 
I find travel in itself a bit stressful. And so anytime there's any room for more errors than can already happen with, you know, one flight, adding flights just seems to add potential for errors. So I think it's a bit stressful when I've got lots of connecting flights. Excellent. Uh, And you said something here that's important. You said anytime you add flights, you add room for more error. And this is exactly one of the things that the one step is trying to avoid. Mm -hmm. Remember with multi-cycle kinetics, you are running a series dilution of three to six assays to get the end goal. With one step, instead of running three to six dilutions, you only do one dilution. So it's one step, one concentration, one curve to get the same data that you would get running a multi-cycle kinetic. And if I were to go from Houston to Tokyo, it would take me 12 hours, right? But if I had connecting flights, it would go something like this, Houston to Los Angeles, Los Angeles to San Francisco, San Francisco to Chicago, Chicago to Seattle, Seattle to Honolulu, and then Honolulu to Tokyo. It takes more than two days. And similar to what you said, not only is it taking my time, It's taking my money because you have to eat the airport food, but added stress. If you had the opportunity to take a direct flight, would you take a direct flight? Absolutely, I would. Very good. And here's the kicker. Typically, direct flights are more expensive because my wife and I travel. And when we come back to save a few bucks, yes, we will take connecting flights. It is frustrating. You sleep over at airports, but you save money. If I were to tell you that that direct flight would actually cost less than the multi-cycle kinetics, or in this case, the mini layovers, would you take that direct flight? Absolutely. Even better. (laughs) Even better. Yeah. And so that's what we're trying to bring here with the one step. The one step uses a technology called the Taylor dispersion theory, wherein instead of doing a fixed concentration, we introduce the sample through a gradient injection. And what that means is that the gold sensor will not only see a 1,000 nanomolar concentration, but it also sees a 333 nanomolar concentration, uh, 111 nanomolar concentration. So three to four orders of magnitude you can get in this one single injection. And the beautiful part is, is that you get the same accurate kinetic data that you would if you ran a three to six cycle multi-cycle concentration. So the question was, you know, how does it overcome these limitations? Well, think of the time you save, the frustration you save, and you said it beautifully that the more steps you have in any process, the more you introduce the likely for error. And so what we're trying to do with the one step is to say all you need is one step, one concentration, and one curve to get the data that you want. Fabulous. And you've already touched on it, but are there any other benefits to using the one step gradient injection? There's always benefits when you reduce the process, but there are three that stick out. We did mention time savings because you eliminate the need for preparing multiple dilutions. You eliminate the need for taking three to six steps instead of just the one. But there's also something else, the enhanced assay capacity. For example, in this science, we use 96 well plates. When you run a one-step gradient injection, you can run 96 samples. So it greatly enhances the capacity of your testing. But if you use multi-cycle kinetics with six dilutions, you can only run 16 samples per plate. So you would need six plates to run 96 samples. You know, and this is only 96. So what SPR does is people take these libraries of proteins, and we're talking thousands and thousands, and they have to sift through them, first of all, to see if they interact, and then to judge that interaction to see if it's capable. So 
even though we're only talking 96, an actual laboratory who's looking for protein hits runs thousands and thousands and thousands Mm -hmm. of analytes a day. So you can see where the one step will have an advantage. So with multi-cycle kinetics, and again, we don't knock it because we have it, but you have to do a pilot screen here first to set everything up. You have to figure out your dilutions and set that up. And then you do a primary screen to see if anything actually is interacting. After that primary screen, you have to do a secondary screen to take those that actually reacted and to characterize that reaction. And then you can move on to medicinal chemistry. But one step will tell you if it interacts, and it will also give you that characterization at the same time. One thing that you have to do with these multi-cycle kinetics is you have to run a regeneration step in between each step. And what that does is you run a buffer and sometimes harsh chemicals to strip the biosensor of all the analytes so you can retest it. Now, we also have to do this with one step, but imagine this. If you run 96 samples, you only have to regenerate 96 times. If you run a multi-cycle kinetics and you run 96 samples, you have to regenerate 576 times. So the integrity of that sample chip, of course, every time you regenerate goes down. So not only do you save time and you enhance your assay capacity, but it's a cost savings. You're saving on reagents, you're saving on consumables, you're saving on your sensor chips. You're really saving in quite a few places, not to mention you lower the need for regeneration steps. So it protects the integrity of your sensor chip as well. And why is this new tool important? And what can it do for researchers using SPR regularly? That's a very good question. It is a very important tool. Now, it does not replace multi-cycle kinetics. It does complement multi-cycle kinetics. Like I said, one of the reasons we're very keen to introduce this and broadcast the one-step gradient injection is because like many things that are new and novel, not a lot of people know about it. And so we have seen instances where people do discover it and, you know, they're kind of timid saying this is a new technology. And if they were to run this and to try to publish it, you know, people would say, what is this? You know, we're so used to seeing multi-cycle kinetics. So we're really in a great position to start out here to start broadcasting awareness of what the gradient one-step injection is. It's important to scientists because in this field that we work in, our primary customers are biotech and pharmaceutical companies, research labs, contract research organizations, diagnostic and medical research. And all of these places, time is money. They're all struggling to find or competing to find the next big drug or the next big cure. And to do that in biotherapeutics, the faster you can get data, the faster you can publish, the faster you can get funding. So all of this has to do with time. And imagine if you can reduce the time to analyte testing, divide it by a factor of six. Instead of taking multiple steps, now you only have one step. And so what we're really banking on, on the importance of this, is the time factor. The logs are filled of various companies that were beaten to the chase uh, by developing a drug or developing a biotherapeutic. And so what we're really wanting them to focus on is the ease of use, the time savings, and of course, all the other benefits that follow that. But mainly, we want them to get there first. We want them to publish first, and we want them to get their research results first. And then what does the future hold for SPR and the one-step gradient injection? So as I said before, SPR is the industry-leading technology for protein characterization. There are other technologies out there. One of the ones that is a bright shining star is BioLayer Interferometry, or BLI. Sartorius is the only company to offer both BLI and SPR technologies together as a company. So we're very proud of that. SPR will continue to be the market leader. My manager and I, we did the math. 
And the numbers don't lie. SPR will always be the industry leader. However, BLI is coming up. And so for the one-step grading injection, what we're wanting to show the industry is that there is a better way to use SPR. This is very new, very novel, and we're very grateful for the opportunity to discuss the one-step grading injections and try to build that awareness to where it is eventually one day we hope to be the industry standard and the one to use published papers and things like that. Excellent. Well, Derek, it's been great speaking with you today. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you very much. I enjoyed this greatly. <laughs> if you have enjoyed this episode and would like to find out more about measuring molecular interactions using surface plasmon resonance, you can check out our InFocus with Sartorius at www.biotechniques.com. Thank you for listening and goodbye.